Hey, everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to be breaking down all our reactions to the Justice League. Some of us liked it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. None of us really liked it. We'll talk about it all that and more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. That's right. Keeping it real right here at Box Office Breakdown. Welcome, everybody. This is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Bro. That's right. Prognosticate about the box office that lie ahead. I'm going to host Frank Moran. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, why don't you? At Happy Go Jackie. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I'm Amy Cassandra, and you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra TV. It's your boy, Neil Plumley. You can find me at places where people are found at The Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. It's good to see you, everyone. Yay! Really? Yay! Yeah. Well, you see them all right through that I camera? No, I mean you guys, and everyone oh. in the chat, obviously. Yeah. We're going to have them. the chat on, guys, soon, so you can chat with us live. But if it's not live, Fr- Frank, where, where, what do they do? They comment up above. No. Oh, yeah. uh, side. It's close. The other side. Close. Oh, this side. They come in on this yeah. side. No. You need to go south. You got one more. You gotta go so- down here. You down below. Yay! Yay! I did it. <laughs> Folks, as always, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know what? There's a thumbs up there. And you don't have to just put one thumb. You can do multiple thumbs. Go crazy. Go crazy with those Ooh, thumbs. chat rooms. That's Ooh. right. Yes. Oh, the <laughs> That's what the kids say, right? And as Gary mentioned, the chat is up and running. So hop in there, Yay. share your thoughts about anything, movies that we're talking about, or just some general movie thoughts you have on your own. Mm-hmm. But we're going to break down our top five, kicking it off at number one. No surprise, although it did underperform, for sure, uh, was Justice League. came in at 96 mm-hmm. million. But didn't we all guess, like, much lower than that? No, so? I, I guessed over... We were in about. 120s. Yes. Uh, oh, wait, I, I said low. I was sitting at, I think you said 90? Maybe? I said like 140 because okay. I was just... You shot for the moon. Shot for the moon. I'm a moon shooter. That's true. Now, I know I saw it. I know Neil saw it. I know Amy saw it. Carrie, did you see it? Nope. Or do you Good. want to I see haven't it? seen Batman versus Superman yet. So. Oh, you'd be so lost. You can miss it. You can <laughs> even yeah. super miss it. You don't need it. That, I, well, I, I, uh, I, one, one thing uh, yesterday, I was working on a short film, so I was working in movies uh, in mm. front of and behind the camera. And then uh, I had a dance rehearsal most of today, and I was watching Punisher most of the weekend, so ah. I didn't really go to the movies. Well, I mean, I will damn this with faint praise, is that it's better than Batman versus Superman. Okay. By a league. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But that's not really saying Doesn't a lot. say much? Okay. No. But uh, let's just jump right into this. Neil, I know you've got some thoughts. I do. Lay it on us. Listen, to me this movie was more enjoyable than Thor Ragnarok. Enjoyable? Enjoyable. Really? Is Amy, Seriously? I'm not looking, but is more Amy dissolving? Thor? Yeah, she, she's about <laughs> to swear there. I, really? Wow. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The expectations for Thor were so high, and I was oh. let down. And the expectations for Justice League were so low, and I was sort of let up. Because I went in thinking that it was going to be just as bad, if not worse, than Batman vs. Superman, because there's even more cogs moving around in the movie. Mm-hmm. And when I came out of it, I was like, that honestly wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And structurally, it was okay. I still have a lot of problems with the movie, but I can... And I'll say that a, a strength of the movie, um, even though it was under unfortunate circumstances was uh, Zack Snyder not being involved with post-production. Because I can see where um, 
Joss Whedon steered the movie into a more cohesive story. Like the Carrie hasn't seen it, but the the second act of the movie, which was already like a little bit, it wasn't super strong to begin with. It was already a little loose, but it was a lot stronger because of the non spoiler uh, event that happens in there, and you sort of get you sort of get a feel for like what what these heroes can do with each other against something that is much more powerful than them. A little, like, prequel to what's going to happen later. Now, I will say, I was super let down by Batman, who didn't do anything in the whole movie. He didn't do a single thing. And they try to play it off like, oh, he's getting old. Oh, he has bruises. He's like, oh, man, he's taking his his suit off and he see bruises. And it's like, ah, are we supposed to feel bad for him? Because he was kicking ass, like, six months ago in Batman vs. Superman, the scene where he saves Martha and takes all of those dudes with, like, the elegant and grace that only Batman can provide? True. What but, happened to that? But although, I mean, and not that I'm, de- I, I feel like I'm defending this movie now, which I don't want to be, <laughs> but he is fighting against parademons, which are a step up from just regular human beings. So sure. he's a little bit out of his league, but I don't like that they really didn't embrace the aspect that even though he may not be as strong as all these people, he can outthink them. And I didn't see a lot of the Batman. Really I did. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. He had he had two moves. He was planned like a move, maybe a move and a half ahead of what he was already doing. And I'm like, that is not. That's a normal fighter. That's not Batman. Batman's like, I'm gonna punch this thing, take its gun, and shoot like a support beam to weaken it for a second because these guys are gonna go over here because I'm gonna lure them over there, and then we're gonna go over. I'm gonna fight these go- dudes, hit the support beam that's gonna fall down and kill them, and then we're gonna swing away and hit this dude over there. And he's doing that while he's punching that first guy. And this one was just like punch, punch, roll. Where's my next opponent? And I'm like, mm. Batman, come on. That was really, really weak. Chat room saying, which and I've seen online too, is the interaction between superheroes was good, but the bad guy was lame. The bad Everyone's guy, like, yeah. Ugh. The bad guy was lame, but another sort of prop to this movie is that you were super sure on who the villain was, and this isn't like this isn't like a. I'm not saying like this movie's better than other superheroes because of this. It's better than DC movies because of this. It kept telling you who the villain was, and I'm like. I'm like, that's good. That's yeah. good in this scenario because this is a weird villain that no one knows. But it's so in, paper thin, though. In the Avengers, I'll compare this to the Avengers. In the Avengers, you didn't need to do that because you already knew who Loki was. So yeah. it was just like, Loki's the bad guy, we get it. But And I, and I know those paper thin, but in this sort of scenario, they had to keep reinstating who the villain is. And I like how they just said his name. Like, each character sort of had a turn throughout the series of the movie, which long... To say his name like at least once, like oh Steppenwolf did this, oh Steppenwolf did that, oh this is where Steppenwolf did that. So excited! It to is hear like your it, I mean, basically, it's been mandated by executives to be two hours, but it does feel like it's a longer watch. God, it does. It was. Yeah, it wasn't the <laughs> longest movie I saw this weekend, but it was long. <laughs> so, uh, Amy, I know you're. Amy kept on texting us the whole weekend saying how much she loved this movie. <laughs> Yeah, and right. she couldn't wait to talk on Sunday night about everything she loved about Holding this. Holding so, up banners on yeah. Hollywood Boulevard. So dive Go into it. it. Tell us what you loved. I've never been more offended in my life, guys. Like, <laughs> what? No. Okay. Lay it on. I hated it. I hated it. Wow. It was awful. It was a waste of my time. Thank goodness for the movie pass not sponsored. Because if I had to have paid money to watch that, I would have been really upset. Now, there were way too many booty shots of um, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Everyone. Cyborg, okay. Cyborg had the biggest booty okay. shot in the movie. I when they, when they're that. When they're coming off the claw thing in the sewer. It's everyone. Yeah, it's ev- but no. his was like 
the most direct hers, one. Hers was there, and that was not the only one. It's just like, bam, bam. It was enough for me to be like, what the heck, can we stop with that? There's no need for that. Also, the women in this movie were so lost without their men. I'm not going to say in detail, but it was like, are you kidding me? Like, no. Um, next, I, I understand. Don't I, I don't think you're with Wonder Woman, though. I don't, I don't think yeah, she was lost. she was lost because of Steve Trevor. She's like, oh, like, mm, yeah. No, no and she's then, not lost. She was just reluctant to kind of embrace but it, the rest well, of humanity. Didn't, she didn't even embrace anything because Batman made it seem like it was his idea or like it was her, like she had a bigger say in what, you know, like certain things that were going on. And then, no, not really. It was his idea, but he kind of made it feel like, yeah, you know, it's your responsibility. When it wasn't. Like, there wasn't that much interaction. They weren't really working together because they were kind of lost without this one main part of the thing. I'm not... uh. Um, And it felt so stupid. And I didn't feel attached to any of them. I was like, they could die. I'd be fine. I agree with you with Batman. I agree that Aquaman had, like, nothing like, I loved Jason Momoa, but there was nothing. Like, he could have just been sitting, like, he could have been any random person. But Aquaman wasn't, but no. I, also, I, the Flash was crap. I, I, I agree. I didn't really care for Ezra Miller all that much. He's though, so stupid. Like, still, he had that's some not of, funny. He had some of the best, uh, some of the best, like, heartstring scenes because, because of his father. Sorry, I was reading the chat. I I will um, get back to that. Sorry. I, are you going to get back to that comment? I would like yeah. to hear your opinion on that. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, it is just the same as Aquaman having his shirt off. It's sometimes, it's unnecessary. It's like he can just jump in the water. Who freaking cares? He's Aquaman. He can have the shirt on, off, whatever. But do we really need every single booty shot of anyone? Of Cyborg? We don't need that. We don't. And it doesn't need to be like, hey, booty, 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 shirt, Look, it's his chest. Like, let's get to it. Let's focus on the freaking plot. That's for everyone. I right. hated it. Actually, and, uh, those shots were there to distract you that, uh, from the fact that there was no crap. plot. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, the thing is that I understand that there's issues with a lot of movies. Yeah. Okay, with Avengers, there's issues with other Marvel movies, DC, whatever. But these issues were so big that I was just like, what? What? The entire time and I wanted to give it a shot. I was like, okay. No expectations going in, except, like, we're going to see some cool people do cool things. Was I let down? Heck yeah. Yeah, I was let down. Well, my issue is that it's set up, but if you looked at, I mean, the foundation that this universe is being built on is kind of a crumbly one, where Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel are just kind of very much dour affairs. Right. And at the end, I mean, Superman was never really celebrated for the most part in either film. I mean, you had Batman actively trying to destroy him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, you know, everybody kind of turning against him, and so when he this, dies, they just basically kind of feel like they try to flip and go, like, "Guys, he's been so, he's so beloved, and the world's not the same without him." Like, nobody really liked him that much. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like that was. But, I'm excited to go see this because <laughs> <laughs> chat room, uh, uh, you all are having very valid points of uh, reacting to everyone's reactions, which is it's a movie, it's subjective how you feel oh, about yeah. it. Oh um, yeah. I love how much you all hate it. The chat room's like, whoa. Hold on, guys. I'm glad that people feel passionate enough yeah. about it, which is cool. But I also have to say that I saved everything that I wanted to say for this moment right I'm here. I'm glad you did. So it's yeah. been pent so up for fun. a while, and I'm great. sure I have more things to say, but uh, Janet Mouse says time. Batman was definitely pretty lame. All yeah. right, somebody oh agreed. Oh, my God. It was, uh, it was uh, honestly... Joey Karate says Justice League sucked. 
All right, and then some people Joey, like it, you know. A quick thing about what mm-hmm. you said about Aquaman because I agree. It was so they, weird. They 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 tried they tried really hard to to give Aquaman a little bit, mm-hmm. and a it, little, and it and that worked. I thought that was I thought that was good, but there just wasn't enough. And I think it comes down to the runtime and the fact that this is a ensemble movie mm-hmm. where you don't know most of the characters. True. With the Avengers, it was the opposite. They each had their own movie, yeah. and then they came together. And, like, the only people that didn't were... Well, The Flash has a TV okay. show. Aquaman's, like, the only one and Cyborg. But the thing is that The we've Flash seen... is not Ezra Miller. I know, but we still so, know the character. Well, I know, but it's right. like... And, but they're, they're banking on that, but that yeah. sort of applies to this universe, sort of doesn't. Yeah. And especially with, with in, in regards to Aquaman, because they had to do, oh, like, yeah. if you notice when watching the movie, they tried to be delicate with it, but they tried a lot to let you know as much as they could, I think, to let you know who Aquaman was, in a way. But it sort of fell flat because mm-hmm. it didn't have enough time to explain it. But mm-hmm, I think that mm-hmm. the scene that they... I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. The scene yeah. that they had with him showing off a little bit more of, of, of his of his world, I think that is going to be a decent... And it got me sort of excited for his solo movie because that's a decent launching point for him. The, the only thing that bothers okay. me about that is that uh, anytime they do talk underwater, they create like an air bubble so they can talk. And I was like... That's disappointing. I'd rather see them, like if you watch comic books or you see cartoons, they just they just talk and they're underwater and it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, I was willing to go with that. I don't know why we had to create air bubbles all the time. Like, oh, it's kind of disappointing. Totally not connected. But I'm like, wait, Little Mermaid? Do they have air bubbles? I don't know. No, no. they just yeah. they just chat they away. Just talk. They That's just how phone it works, through guys. the water. They're uh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I you know I mean certainly right. if you've seen any of the marketing. You know about a character that's coming back uh, for this, but there. My only thing is, there's a scene at the end of the film where we see a character finally putting on his costume, and he shows up, and there's a bunch of chest hair hanging out over the top of that costume, and I'm just like, Oh my god, yeah! Like, why? You must have looked at yourself in the mirror and just like, I look good to this. Nope, I got this chest hair. Just, I mean, it is just popping out. No, I was like, just. You got he you you've got some you could have taken care of that you could have taken care of that I'm excited right. for other people to talk about it so we can talk about it freely right. I'm excited yes. well the thing is it just came out this weekend so there are some people who haven't seen it yeah. yet mm-hmm. out there you know I'm, I'm with you guys mm-hmm. but no, it's been fun to you guys I now I like want to see it and come back and be like guys it was so cool uh, Veronica <laughs> there in the chat says that it was it agrees mm-hmm. with Neil that she thought Justice League was more entertaining than Thor Ragnarok. I agree, and I and I do I do not. I, I was all over Twitter with this. I do not agree with the thirty two percent rating in Hazel Rotten Tomatoes. I agree. I would have given it. That lower, is but way I too low for what it is. No, Carl Burns in the chat. A man with yeah. chest hair is a man, dude. dude. Right. <laughs> those sixties would have been cool. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I, I, said, no. I said if they averaged those... Thor Ragnaroks with Justice League, that'd be a perfect score for the both of them, like sixty six <laughs> or sixty five. I think. No. I mean, we no. all talk about it, and we're but we're not critics of films, and I'd say. Most of the time, when there's like critics reviews, those aren't like your average viewer. True, that's yeah. like films chosen for awards. The people who enjoy those films are not the ones picking them or voting on them. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's so arbitrary of like, well, this one's award winning, and you're like average citizens gonna be like, I hated that movie, I didn't like it, or I never saw yeah. it, I never heard of oh, it. Oh yeah. So we'll nah. see. And the, sorry, I cut you off. Well, no. But then wait, what's the? But wasn't the fans rating a little higher? That's that's more what I like to see is how much did fans like this was. kind of I movie. Yeah, so. so then see sure it that. Was. Yeah. yeah, I mean well, they're fans. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean like the people mm-hmm. in that I I so I went late Friday night. Like there were only a few seats available. Um, people were laughing, so they enjoyed it. 
So people out there are enjoying it. I definitely encourage you guys to go watch it and form your own opinion because we all have very different opinions. Yes. Yeah. And but as nice. long as you agree with mine, that's all that matters. Well, that's all that matters. Well, <laughs> yeah. no. All right. Oh, moving on to other films that are here in our top five. We got number two is Wonder. A nice bit of counter programming by Lionsgate. It ended up making a little over $27 million. So uh, succeeded. Uh, they were comparing that much to uh, Twilight, oh, I think the first what? one, with uh, Wait, The Age why? of 17. In terms of counter-programming. Coming oh. out with a big film and coming out with a smaller one. Oh, okay. Uh, very like, similar okay. to this. Coming out with a, a big, okay. well, a, a more of a bigger sense. blockbuster yeah. with a kind of a nice counter-programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did not do, that did not succeed as well as Wonder did. Mm-hmm. Probably because it was a rated R film, but this one was a nice PG film. Mm-hmm. Tested very well. Family. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. been getting a good word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I want to go see it. For sure. I was supposed to go see it today, but things got crazy. The life Didn't of Amy Cassandra, everybody. <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, right. Uh, coming to number three, uh, Neil's favorite film of the year, Woo! Thor Ragnarok. Oh, God. $21.7 million. That's and, a big drop. Uh, yeah, it was um, 61.8% isn't drop. Isn't it in yeah. its third week? It is. So it's doing really well. All no, right. but... <laughs> I think mean, Amy's just like, nor- enough, Neil. Nor- <laughs> normally a third week is a traditionally, or not traditionally, because, you know, what is tradition in this market? But That's it's beautiful. usually around, like, 50. Mm-hmm. But this was like a 61, and I definitely didn't see it coming in third. Well, the thing is you that thought people... In... I thought it would be coming in two. Really? Yeah. Well, people wanted something different. Like, they wanted to see Justice League, because some people, like, they'll watch Marvel and DC, too, of course. So I think just because Justice League came out on its third week, mm-hmm. I think that's why it offset it. But yeah. I think it's doing really well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> coming in at number four, a film that Neil is going to share some thoughts with us in a moment here. Daddy's Home 2. Oh, my God. Yeah! <laughs> Daddy's Home 2. Made 14.8 this week. Uh, some of that was Neil's money. Some of it. Hey! Yes. Some of it. Yes. That I'm was excited. the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Wait, how long? You guys are it? having a rough movie-watching week. On three separate occasions in the theater, I asked myself, how long have I been sitting here watching mm. this movie? Oh my god! Uh, did, it did because I, I know when we talked when I saw it and we talked about it like just like the uncomfortable just like the, the humor with Will Ferrell just constantly just screwing up and it mm-hmm. got so tiresome. Did you feel that same way? I felt like or what, they. Yeah, why did you hate it? So I felt like they tried to pump up situations that they didn't have the script back end to fulfill. Hmm. Like they would like for instance, there's a fight at the nativity scene. And they pump it up. It's almost like it's almost right. like you're you're walking around yeah. you're walking yeah. around Venice or Santa Monica or uh, or like uh, the Third Street Promenade, Santa Monica, and you run across the street performers who are like, "Hey, everyone, come in, come on, come in. We're gonna do backflips over each other." And then they uh, keep you there for like an hour. Yes, uh, honest to God, it's an hour to keep you there for. And they do some cool things, but mostly it's just a lot of pump up and a lot of hype. And that was like most of the situations in the movie. They would be like. Like, oh, man, Dusty, you're acting super strange. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I love this guy. Yeah, we love each other, don't you know? And (laughs) then they would just turn into, like, this fake argument that wouldn't get resolved, and it would just sort of fizzle, and then they would just move on to the next scene. Did you like your boy Mel Gibson in it? No. (laughs) No, he 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 kept doing that, like... That like, one note where he got like, <laughs> and hit someone. He sounded real wheezy, and that distracted me. Mm-hmm. Um, that old man wheezy yeah. sound. Ugh. It sounded forced too, and I was just like, "And he's supposed to be like an astronaut." 
And they played into that joke like twice. And I, you know, I thought it was just one of those like he, you tell your kid you're an astronaut because that's why you've abandoned them. You just gone off right. to do something else. Yeah. But I guess he really is. He really one. is. But they're they really like they he was actu- does that. Yeah, in the movie, he's actually an astronaut. And <laughs> John Lithgow plays to it a couple times. He's like, well, let's go, Captain. And I'm like, that's a good way to play it. But then like that's the only time they did it. They did it like twice. And People I was like, listening, I'm totally raising my eyebrows. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay. All right, coming he's been in, in space like two times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, and, and okay. Just, coming in number five, murder. On the Orient Express from Fox, another $13.8 million for that. And uh, of course. I saw that one. I did see a movie. Me too. That's right. Wait, I did. Now, I saw Murder uh, on the Orient Express. Orient Express. And did you like it? I did. However, um, I really liked the beginning. It was fun. And there's actually a lot of humor in it. Visually, yeah, visually gorgeous movie. Oh, my God. Um, all God. the characters are really cool and interesting. And I didn't know the story at all. So, but someone in the chat last week started to say something. I'm like, now I was thinking about it. I'm like, Knew who was going to die, but whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, but my problem was, I was really engaged, and then when they start breaking down, like, who done it, it slowed down so much that I was like, what? And I, I was like, why am I not interested? I was, I'm like, this is the part where we reveal it, but I, I just felt the pacing disappeared at that point. Mm. Um, so at the end, I kind of had to be like, leaning over like so why tell me again (laughs) cow they're all connected I'm gonna have to watch it later or watch the another version but I mean it's still really entertaining I think it might be fine I was probably tired but um, overall I thought it was really cool and the characters were interesting but pacing I don't know how they would have made it more engaging because it's like here's the reveal but somehow it was slower Hmm. All right. did you like his mustache though that's the important thing yes that was fun and I liked his buddy that's barely in it, but he meets at the train depot. Yeah. He was so cool. I'm like, can Look, we get more of him? It was good. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the, that, that dynamic was really good. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, uh, I never ask him about what he does, and he doesn't care that I'm just like this terrible, terrible person. <laughs> ah, someone's like, no, I didn't give it. No, but somebody else said somebody's name who does die, and then I'm like waiting for that person, to, or it's in the back of my head, which, oh, man, people ruin things with Spoilers. All right, so of course the movie that was the subject of this last week's yes. box office bet, The Star, yay, uh, did not do that great. Did not make it into Aww. our top five. Came in at ten million dollars. That's very surprising. Uh, Neil, what were the uh, the bets last week? The bets starting from low to high. Low was me, six and a half million dollars, and the subject of your box office loser. The <laughs> winner. It's Frank Moran with a dead-on $10 million, followed closely by Carrie at 12 <laughs> Woo! All right. I'm, well, then, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm glad I'm like definitely pretty close. Man, Not like yeah. I felt good about that. <laughs> oh, well, I can't wait for you to go see Star. It's going to be great. <laughs> sure. I'm going to have fun. I don't think it's going to be that bad. The cast is good. It looks yeah. cute. Oh, that, like, it's there you gonna go. Just be keep telling cute... yourself that as you're watching it. <laughs> no, the cast is it good. It is. It's, it's a, a good cast. This is a great cast, guys. This is a great cast. <laughs> <laughs> the third longest movie I've seen this year. <laughs> All right. Of course, All right. Uh, coming in, uh, uh, that was the subject of last week's box office bet. We've got next week's box office bet to do. And what film do we do? Well, that's going to be up to you folks in the chat. We've basically got one and a half films to choose from here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one is Coco. That's opening wider from uh, Pixar Films, 3,800 screens. But we also have expanding. We've got the uh, the new Denzel Washington film, Roman J. Israel Esquire from Sony Columbia. That's going to be on 1,500 screens. So already been out, but it's expanding. So feel free to start chumming away in your box office bet. 
Um, I, I don't know how they saw an advanced screen, but I know someone who did see an advanced screening of Coco, and they were like, for all of you people worried about it being too similar for Book of Life, they're like, the only similarity is, like, Day of the Dead and going to that place. And they're like, that's it. Like, don't worry about it. Um, and they thought it was beautiful and really good movie. So I'm like, okay, cool, because so I was curious. Excited. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I heard too. I wasn't yeah. worried, but I was like, those seem very similar. How are you going to be different? And then, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm excited. It yeah. uh, looks like Coco's winning. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for this movie, guys. This is like the movie I didn't know I wanted. Yeah. Oh. So yeah like they they uh, released it and I'm like I was like I cried like when I saw the first trailer oh. and I was just like because it hits home like me being as a yeah. Mexican American. Yeah. It's like You know, it's like it's a movie yeah. for us and it's great. Like uh, I just I just can't wait to see like what kind of parts of our culture they uh they they put in the movie so i can like laugh and it's like ah that actually yeah. happens you know like it's great i love it um i can't wait sorry uh have you been to uh california adventure anybody yet if you guys get a chance and you're southern california and you can afford to go because it's a very expensive place but california adventure has a really great uh uh coco exhibit essentially um, they have bell uh they have performers that come out and they cool. uh then they also have these like different stations and one of them is essentially like props but like real world and then another one they have like a tree of life and you can write a note to your loved one and i like it was and then they had some other like stations so it's it's really neat it's just if you guys get a chance i'd highly recommend checking that out i did hear a lot of people cry well, it, so. internationally in pic- in Mexico, it has made uh, just about fifty million dollars alone, right there. So mm-hmm. that's before it even opens up worldwide. So yeah, look at that; it's already kicking butt. So that'll be the subject. And by looking at the way the chat room is going, it's, uh, it seems like Coco is going to be our winner. It's getting a lot of Coco love so far in the chat. Coco. But uh, <laughs> before we do our uh, our look ahead, we like to do a little box office rewind. I figured we'd just do one not necessarily on an actor, but on a studio. So why don't we look back at Pixar's top five since they're responsible for Coco. Uh, Coming to number five for Pixar, The Incredibles, back in 2004. Did you guys see the teaser trailer for number two? No. No, stop. No, no. No, it doesn't really give you anything. No? Okay. I just saw it today. I want to see it, but I don't want to see it. It made me so excited. It made me laugh so hard. Yeah. It's yeah. good. uh, Very excited. $70.4 million on that release. Really enjoyed it. Can't wait. I can't get enough Craig T. Nelson. Let's see more Craig T. Nelson, guys. Uh, number four, Monsters University, 2013, 82.4. That was actually pretty We're fun. okay. We're okay. Do you guys remember that part? No. Okay. No. But it was, I like, I thought I, it was a cute movie. Yeah. I don't know, but I was also kind of confused, like, watching it, and it's like, you know, I guess there's some morals where it's like, if you try hard, you can be anything you want to be. And That's this is like, beautiful. You can try hard, and you're still, and you're not going to be able to what you want to be. You just have to, like, accept the fact that but you can't be. Both of those are true in life? Yeah, but it's like uh, it's true. No. It's not enough. It's necessarily Both of them the, the, can be. I almost wish that they would have done a movie for like after, like what happens after, you know? Because we had In Monsters Inc. What no. happens after Monsters? No. Like, no. Yeah, what oh, happens after? Now Monsters that it's shut down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, number three, Inside <laughs> Out, 2015, ninety point four million dollars. <gasps> Stop! <laughs> Stop! Uh, so good. Number three, excuse me, number two, Toy Story three. 2010, $110.3 million. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't start losing it as they're making their way to the competitive? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Balled my eyes. I but was, it, was it better no, than... No, uh, no. Was it better than How to Train Your Dragon? I think no. No. Get out I'm going to... I actually I haven't love it. it. I like How to Train Your Dragon. 
That it's was really good. that was that should have won best animated that year, and it went to Toy Story three because of nostalgia and really good directing. There's that. There's is and one scene where he first babies. connects with Toothless. That is just so well done. Yeah, the music, the animation, mm-hmm. oh, it's just really nicely done in that sequence. There, have you ever seen the the YouTube video where a, a kid plays uh, uh, Toy Story three for his mom? But edits it so that it ends at that scene as they're going in there and says, like, that's the end of the movie. That's me. <laughs> that's, that's great. Because she's like, oh, wow, that's just a really down the Oh, no. That's so mean. Honestly, they should have just ended there. Stop I it. liked them in order that they came. Like, the first one I like best, then second, then third. Oh. I liked first and third. I just second was weird. I don't know. Like, this mm. third was so much yeah. about, like, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. See, third came out when I was going to college. So you started leaving all your toys behind. You related too much. You're, yeah. You left your Jesse out there in some some box out by a little uh, picnic table. Sure, there you go. Sure. Uh, number one for Pixar from 2016, Finding Dory, 135.06 million dollars. Pretty good. The best part was oh oh my special gift. Ooh. <laughs> it was all right until it got Did to the car chase, and then I was like, mm. well, well, actually, wait, I didn't even see. F- wait. No, I didn't see Finding Dory because Finding Nemo, I was like, eh. No. So I wasn't rushing and it didn't bother. Be sure me if I wanted to really see Nemo. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, right. uh, it's actually, the address is P. Sherman because a lot of the animators were from the Philippines and it's sort of a play on fishermen because uh, they would say P. Sherman. Hmm. So it's oh, P. Oh my Sherman, God, 42 all over the way Sydney. A little tidbit for y'all really out there. Cool. Look at you. Somebody's on the know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to do our box office bet, but before we do that, we got to do our top five for next week. So, again, we have Coco coming in at 3,800 screens and Romeo, Romeo, Roman J. Israel Esquire on 1,500. Romeo and Julian yes. Esquire. <laughs> Where do we see Coco taking number one? Yes. We don't think uh, Justice League is going to hold? Film. Like it's going to have like a 0% drop? Uh, no, I think it could. Oh, well, it's going to drop. And if, if it drops like 50... Um, do you think more? Do you think more sixty? Do you think it'll have a huge drop off or just like a half drop off? No, there's enough people hating so. on it though. Maybe I, I think All I don't. Right. I don't think so because Batman vs Superman drops so much that people are going to come out of this and be like, it's not as bad as Batman vs Superman, and they'll be like, oh okay, then I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. In yeah. like in not in troves, but in a respectable amount. So I think it's going to be more like fifty. All Would right. you put it around what forty nine? Mm-hmm. Ken Jack in the chat goes Coco, Justice League, Wonder, Thor. And then the Roman Esquire. I don't. Th- I don't know. I like. I think Roman's not going to do that well. Yeah. The buzz about it hasn't been that great. It's only sixteen hundred screens. Hurt. Yeah. So I 15. mean, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Oh. Yeah. I mean, a murder. Yeah. <laughs> a murder right now is on thirty. A little over thirty-three hundred. I mean, it'll drop, but still. It's going to drop for like seven, so. seven and a half, maybe. Uh, Howl's mm. Hollywood says Roman won't make top five. No. Yeah, not like either. Um, I you know I can't disagree with uh, well except for Roman I think it'll be ugh, I guess I think Daddy's Home Two will probably last. Ew. It's our really only real comedy. Uh, apparently, you're making a face every time someone mentions Justice League. Yeah, All it's, right. it's, it's her, coming from my soul. I really her, am trying to not it's to her do Justice that. Face. Um, Adelia goes to, uh, so slightly different but similar. Coco, uh, Justice League, Wonder, Thor, then Murder. Uh, so Daddy's home dropping off and murder bumping up. Okay. Right, what do you guys think? Hmm. Uh, I think everything's just going to shift one down with Coco at top. Okay. What she said. Neil? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think not, so. I do not disagree with that. I, I think it's just going to be a pop down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's think. what they call it in the biz. Okay. It's, it's, it, or so it has been explained to me. Oh. 
That's cool. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we've got to do something before we wrap up called the box office bet. Yeah. Which uh, means that we're going to bet on a film that you've checked in the box office, and I saw a lot of Fast and Furious bets for Coco. I saw a lot Coco. of Cocos. Yeah. So we'll be doing Coco from Pixar Films. Uh, someone saying uh, House says ho- uh, Daddy's Home will stay at five because the holiday's coming up. Could have some pull. Yeah, I'm sticking with Daddy's Home. I think that'll do better. I think a comedy is going to do better than Murder on the Orient Express over a holiday weekend. Mm, I think. Um, I think more, yeah. more families will be going, hey, let's go see this comedy as opposed to like, let's go see this murder mystery. Yeah. Unless you're that kind of family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that kind of family, there aren't a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, of course, we will, uh, in terms of what we're going to predict for our, uh, put for our predictions, I just read down the list of the top five openings for Pixar films. So we've gone all the way from 135 all the way down to 70. That's kind of been the range for their last top five films. So, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think, like 230? Well, let's see. 500. Uh, although, all these, these top five, they went from 43, uh, 4,300 screens all the way down to 39, uh, 3933. Nasaid, if I pronounce it right, sorry, uh, says 75 for Coco. Uh, uh, Neil, but close to Frank, okay. Yeah, we come up with them beforehand, okay. Star. Yeah. So I can't, right. uh, <laughs> I can't just 65. decide. That's right. Uh, Where 58, is my, oh. 56, yeah, 65, so, 80, 85. It's opening up on 100 less screens than even its lowest, but it does have a lot of good word of mouth, though. Oh, yeah, people are excited. It New does. animated movie and family. Yeah, so. Yep. Uh, right. 80. So, okay, yeah, we got CA 1987 says 80, Courtney says 85, Howell says 80, Star Drew says 45, uh, Von Beck says it's tracking, saw it tracking for 60. I feel that's a little low. Tanya says 65. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Paul says 65, Veronica says 55, All right. Thunder God says 70. All right. Well, let's see. Oh, we've read enough uh, about what the fans think. The most important thing is what we think. Because one mm-hmm. of us is going to have to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like everybody, like we're, we might just see it. seeing it this weekend. I know I am. That's I would goal. love to. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, why don't you just do it then, Carrie? Just, <laughs> Wait, just what's this do movie? it. <laughs> I think just there might it. be time in there. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the way the box office bet works is that we're going to bet on what we think the opening gross of this film will be. The one that's closest gets to be the prognosticator. Prognosticators. Uh, the crown is weary on my head, so I'm ready to pass this. I mean, it's just too much responsibility. Mm. Yeah, you're ready when it's a when it's a safe week. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. When I when, when it's a boot yeah. too, oh, I will hold on to that for dear life. <laughs> no, I must keep it. Uh, and of course, the loser will have to go see this film and tell us all about it. But of course, it, those are those nice weeks where it's a movie that we're betting on, where nobody's going to mind if they lose. So uh, it's, those are rare, <laughs> sometimes rare weeks. Whew. All right, uh, so. Mm. Boo! Everybody have their. Uh, their I already did mine. Votes. I do. Yep. I, I think, had a lower uh, number and then I went higher. And is Frank obligated to go first because yeah, he's won some yeah. times? Uh, yes. True. Uh, I was going to say the number that popped in my head first. Yeah. I will go eighty-six. Okay. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. That number right there. Whoa! Thank you. Uh, Ninety-five. <laughs> I first said seventy-five, and then I'm like, nope, I'm going to go higher. All right. Well, 79. Okay. Mm. Uh, also 79. Ah! Whoa! What? But, Amy, would you see how Neil did it, though, with confidence? You were well, so apologetic about I the way you put it out there. I wanted to make 100 or more, but I, I want to win. 
So you, you, you bet with your head and not your heart, is what you said. Well, I started betting with my heart, and then I was like, well, let's try something else. I'm going to bet with my head now. All right. I'm going to because I'm going to see it either way. So it's okay. 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 So the bets are 79, 86, 95. 95. Look at that. Woo-wee. Some hot, hot numbers going into this Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Wow, so hot. Beat off. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this episode of the box office breakdown. Now, of course, next, uh, this coming weekend is going to be uh, Thanksgiving holiday weekend, but I think the most of us are going to be here. So, you know what? We're going to do we'll a show. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. going to break down. Be here for all of you out there. That's right. That's our Thanksgiving for uh, us g- Thanksgiving holiday treat. That's our you. gift. That's our gift. That's, That's right. For you. A show. And a show. Food. Bring leftovers, guys. We'll be like. No. We'll just okay. yeah, that's good. We'll eat right Hi. here on the show. That's yeah. the whole show. It's not being like. So you gotta see Coco. <laughs> so good. Have a giant like, piece of turkey mm. in your mouth. Yum. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, of course, thanks so much for watching the show. <clears throat> you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and feel free to bunch of, put a bunch of thumbs up there while you're doing that. And of course, if you're watching this even after it's streamed live, you can comment down below. Carrie, what's a question you'd like them to answer? On the chat or on the comment boards. Uh, uh, I'm like, <laughs> I guess we're going in. Uh, it's too soon for Christmas because mm-hmm. Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet. But favorite Christmas movie? We'll ask you again later too. But oh, sorry. <laughs> no, as we what get about closer, holiday? huh? Holiday movie. Holiday. Yeah. Okay. New uh, favorite? Ho- just general. Yeah. Okay. Favorite holiday movie, irregardless of what time of year. Yeah, those Arbor Day movies, man. Start getting them some love because they don't get a lot of love. Technically, Groundhog's this Day. Come on. That's a holiday movie. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show is over, even though we love seeing you in the chat, you're like, you know, that's not enough. I need to talk to these folks even after the show is over. Mm. Neil, of course, I think out of all of us, they want to talk to you the most. <laughs> Where can they find you? It might be from my controversial viewpoint of the Justice League <laughs> and how much I did not like it. <laughs> uh, you guys can find your boy Neil Plumley. That's me at places where you can find people at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Amy, where the, can they find you? You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassano TV. Thank you so much for watching and listening to our crazy conversations about Justice League. See, no weird face. I didn't make a weird face. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you so much for watching and joining in the chat. And if you joined it uh, later, totally cool. Leave your comments down below about the episode. You can find me online at Carrie Delane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I had a photo shoot this morning with fellow dancers from a dance show. So check it out because there's going to be cool photos on there and video. I did a Twitter periscope, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Jones, you've said it better than myself. You're a good man, Neil. Aww. Look at that. That's right. What's uh, up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at HappyGoJackie. Again, thanks so much for joining us mm-hmm. on the show. You make it so much fun to do by hopping in the chat with us. We're very thankful for you. We'll be more thankful uh, next Sunday night as we do another episode of Box Office Breakdown right here <laughs> on Popcorn Talk. Go see some movies! See ya! Bye! Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 